You're listening to Disrupting Balance, the podcast for recovering work-life balancers, finding harmony in the imbalance of work, well-being, and the in-between. I'm your host, Hanifa Barnes, full-time education executive, budding entrepreneur, wife, mother of four, and so much more. How do I balance it all? I don't. Instead, I found harmony in the imbalance of it all. Listen to find out how other women just like you are doing the same. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for listening. So glad you joined me today. Today is a very important topic, at least for me and my experiences, and I'm sure a lot of you who are trying to find that harmony in the imbalance of your well-being. Oftentimes on the show, we have guests or I provide uh, solo episodes that really reflect on our experiences, maybe in our work, in our background, and the things we're able to do as a result in our families and personal lives, but we don't really focus on the well well-being aspect. And so when I think about well-being, I think of it as this all-encompassing ecosystem where that includes your physical, mental, and emotional selves, how you look, how you think, and how you feel. And all three of those components work in tandem to make you the most harmonious person you can be. If you work on it. Now, a core driver of that well being ecosystem is your physical activity. What are those things that you do to stimulate your blood flow, engage your higher level of thinking, or just improve your overall outlook on life? Like if you sat back and made a few notes and took inventory, What would you say about yourself, about what you're doing to help get your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, and your physicality to a place that is good for you? Keep in mind, not for everybody else and not based on some status quo or some standard, but what are you doing to get yourself to to an optimum place for you? Now, for me, physical activity has been a large part of my upbringing and my experiences. Um, when I grew up, my dad, we always, my siblings and I always saw him jogging, going to the gym, jumping rope, some form of physical activity. And he was doing all this while working a really demanding job. Um, he was a CPA, worked for the city and had leadership positions, but he would come home end of the day and get in his physical activity. Now, of course, when you're growing up, you never want to ascribe to anything your parents do or show you because it's all wrong, right? But when I got to college, um, I decided, you know, maybe this kind of workout thing is a great pastime. And so I would go to the gym every now and then, and I would get instruction and lessons from the folks who would be in the gym on how to lift properly, how to squat properly, and how to breathe proper, properly doing exercises. Little did I know that that experience would actually be the foundation for my workout, for my journey thus far. And so off and on from my 20s to now, I worked out um, before the children, during the children, and after the children. But what I found was once I started having children, my body shifted drastically. And for those of you who know or have been in that experience or have seen people, you know, it's just not a physical shift 
but it's a mental and emotional shift when you actually have given birth or you have been pregnant, right? And so it pulls you into this other space. And initially it feels like a low place because it's a place you've never been and you look different and you don't know really how to function and operate. But what it is really is taking you into this kind of other mode of existence, mentally, physically, emotionally, right? And so how do you even adjust? Now for me, I try to adjust by working on one thing, you know, sometimes I work on my mental health piece, you know, what can I do to feel better? Who should I talk to? Other times I was working on my emotional piece, you know, affirmations, feel good, you know, listen to positivity. Then other times I would work on my physical piece. I'm going to work out six months straight. I'm going to train right, eat right, and do all these things. And the challenge I found was, you know, in trying to work on these things separately, it ended up impacting the other things I wasn't working on. So if I was just working on my physical, my mental and emotional weren't necessarily catching up. And if I was just working on my mental, then the others weren't catching up. So you get my drift, right? So essentially all three of these parts of your well-being ecosystem, you have to work on them concurrently, right? At the same time, I'm not saying you have to go fast and hard like today, I got to make sure I get my physical, mental, and emotional in. No, It's an organic process once you figure out what works for you, but it works best when they work in tandem, work together. That's how it goes. And so for me, having um, worked out in the gyms, having trainers, having home workouts, creating my own workouts, I never reached an optimum health um, level because I was just not doing it the right way, meaning figuring out a way to have those systems work together. So let's fast forward to now. Um, I've been working out with a virtual personal trainer and that is exactly what it sounds like. It's a personal trainer who lives 800 miles away from me. And we call in using WhatsApp twice a week in the morning. And I have a 45 minute session. He would do an hour, but because of my crazy work day, I can I have to cut it off at 40 minute, 45 minutes so I can get ready for the day. And at first I said, you know, I don't know how really substantive this is going to be. You know, the person's, I'm not there with them. It's not going to be the same. I said, but let me try it because I was really at a place where I'd been working on my mind and my emotions uh, through therapy um, starting last year. And so I was ready to get to a place where all those pieces could come together. And I wanted to be my optimum self as a whole person with the physical, mental, and emotional piece. So I hired this virtual personal trainer. And at the recording of this actual episode, I am in the sixth week of training. And I'm not going to lie, it's intense. But at the end of the day, I feel great about finding my harmony in the imbalance of all this stuff. So one of the things that my trainer is really focused on and that you may already know what this is if you've had a trainer or worked out with someone in a gym or know someone who's a gym aficionado, he's big on split training. So let's talk about what split training is, right? It is what it sounds like. You split your training, right? Um, it is a way to split the system of your program and you divide it based on your body's region. So that's the customary definition or traditional definition. 
dividing your body up by regions. So you've heard folks say you need to train your upper body on one day and your lower body on another day, or you need to train your back and your um, your shoulders or your arms and your legs or your abs and your back. You know, there are these different combinations of how you can split your training based on your body regions. So maybe on, let's say, Tuesdays, you're doing your lower body and <clears throat> on Thursdays, you do your upper body, right? So that's the traditional form of, of split training. Now, split training can also occur based on workout type. So, you know, when you work out, there is the weight workout where you actually lift weights or lift some kind of weight or use weight, maybe through the cable machines or some of the apparatuses at the gym. And then there's the cardio piece. And that's the part where you're essentially trying to burn fat. You're either on a treadmill or you're on a bike or you're jumping rope or you're jogging outside, whatever it is, some form of cardio where you can burn fat um, through high intensity intense activity. Split training usually applies to the more advanced style level of training. I'm just going to put that out there. It doesn't mean you can't do it. It doesn't mean you're not already doing it and doing it right. But in general, it usually is advanced and is best for bodybuilders and fitness models because their level of intensity to get their bodies to optimum physique requires a really, 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 really rigorous program. So I would say my current training program with my trainer is a combination of both. It's kind of, you know, on this level of like you're training to be fitness model, but with less intensity, right? And so right now I essentially work out Monday through Saturday, right? Yeah. And Monday through Saturday, it's split trained based on body region. So I'm I'm working on certain parts on Monday versus Tuesday versus Wednesday and so on. But every single day includes some form of cardio. So either I jump rope or either I'm on the treadmill or either I'm on my Peloton, but there's some form of cardio and I can choose to do one in the morning, my weights and one in the evening, my cardio. But some days I actually lump them together so I don't have to do an evening workout. So there are days where when I'm in the gym, I'm in the gym about an hour and 45 minutes because I'm doing about an hour and 10 minutes with my weights and doing the last about 30 minutes or so with some cardio, right? So what you hear me saying is essentially this is about scheduling and figuring out what works and when. So how can you split train like on a basic level? Let's just say you're um, somewhat semi-beginner. I don't want to say very beginner because very beginner, you should definitely kind of look more into this and get advice from a, a professional, um, your trainer or whoever. I mean, anyone listening to this should do that. I definitely advise that. But on start with starting on a basic level with split training, it would be good to be a little bit more of an advanced beginner before you jump into it. But here's a simple and basic way to get started with split training, right? Especially if you are someone looking to really get that ecosystem going between the physical, mental, and emotional, but you know you also want to work on your body. You want to be intentional about working on your physical body. So the first thing you have to do that's probably most important here is choose your schedule. What works for you? What are the days and what are the times? 
Now, I'm not saying for you to choose a schedule and look at your calendar and start to make excuses and say, well, you know, I'm kind of tired here and I want to take a nap. Or, well, you know, usually I need to leave this space open because my favorite show might come on and I don't want to watch the DVR version. I want to watch it live. Or, well, you know, I might have to cook tonight. No, pick those days and pick those times. You have to choose for yourself lock it in, advocate to anybody around you who needs to know, because that is the first step is that of that scheduling for it to work. Choose it and lock it in. Even if you're starting two days a week at 30 minutes each day, that is a start. Just start, but be specific. Pick your actual day and pick the time of day. Don't say, oh, I'll do it Monday morning. No, you want to say, I'm going to do it Monday morning at 5.45 to 6.15. So that way, if you're telling yourself this, your mind hears it, you start to adjust and you start to be intentional about committing to that time and that day. So that's number one, choose your schedule. Number two, plan the workout. What do you want your workout to look like? What do you plan on doing? Now, again, if you're not experienced, Get help or hire a trainer or ask someone who you know understands how to do this Um, and definitely send me messages, messages and inquiries. I can help as best I can, but with the disclaimer that I am not a health professional or personal trainer, so everything is just advisement, okay? Um, but definitely plan that workout. So when you pick those days, let's go with the example of Monday, Wednesday, 30 minutes, What do you want to do in those 30 minutes? Maybe for 30 minutes, you want to do five different exercises, 10 of them each, five rounds. So what does that mean? So you pick your five exercises. You say, I want to do crunches. I want to do body squats. I want to do push-ups. I want to do a plank. And maybe I want to do um, leg lifts. That's five. And then you say, I'm going to do each one of those 10 times. So you'll do one round of each exercise 10 times. You'll rest and come back and do that round again until you get to your five rounds. So that's one example. Whatever it is, decide on what the workout is going to look like. You, If you plan it out ahead, you won't create room to give yourself excuses because take it from me, I've worked out for years. And I will still come up with an excuse if it's not locked in. I promise. So it's really, 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 that is why these three things work together, your physical, mental, and emotional. You have to make sure to prepare yourself for success. So if you're planning these things, that gets your mind engaged and it prepares the emotion. So for example, when I got up um, the other day, early in the morning, set my alarm, get up 4.45 and I get up at 4.45 on the days I go to the gym you know, my mind, right? The mental was saying, girl, you're tired. Girl, do you have to go today? Girl, this is your money. He'll never know your trainer. It was doing all that. But I had a plan. I knew exactly what the workout was supposed to be, right? And outside of that, emotionally, I just thought about what I knew I would feel like, you know, in getting this accomplished. So they were all physical and emotional were working against mental. And so mental just gave up and say, all right, we're going. And I went and got it done. So choose the workouts that you're going to do. You have your days, choose your workouts. All right. So that way it's clear in your head. 
The last thing that is helpful in the basic levels of split training is planning your menu. You got to be very clear on what you should eat. Now, you don't have to go, you know, completely kamikaze on this process because choosing food and being diligent about how you eat can be just as difficult, if not more, than the workout. At least the workouts, you can pick and choose and do the workouts and it's done. Food, there's just so much variety and so many things that you just know aren't good for you that just tastes so good for you, right? And so what you want to do is try your best to keep in mind this 70-30 rule. 70% of what you eat impacts your health or your physicality right? Or your weight. 30% of it is exercise. Yep. Only 30%. So for those of you wondering, I work out all the time and I just don't understand what's happening. Check what you're eating because you can't eat donuts and pizzas and burgers on a regular basis, even if you're working out all the time and be in optimum health. I'm not saying those things aren't okay. Sometime I even indulge every now and then. But you want to be sure that what you're taking in on a regular basis is good for you or what what they call clean. Clean food is basically food that is not processed. So how, how do you figure that out? If you read labels, which you should be doing, any words on there, if you can't pronounce them or they have, you know, ending, uh, O-N-E, I-N-E, or the methazone or this, is processed. Those are chemicals. If it doesn't just say, for example, in your almond butter, almonds and peanut oil, it's, it's processed. So you want to do your best to find non-processed foods. And to start eating clean, you know, you can really just think about incorporating more fruits and veggies, eat less processed foods, and drink more water. That's the first start. There are other steps to it as you get more involved and you read more of the labels and you figure out what you like to eat and what your body prefers. But start eating clean by just getting in the fruits and veggies, getting in food that's less processed and drinking more water. So between those three, choosing your schedule, choosing your workout and planning your menu, you will start to see shifts. And you don't have to do this really on a, a, at a high intense level, especially if you're just starting out, give yourself grace and do one day at a time and then build on two days. You know, I am the first to say, like I said earlier, this is not an easy process, but you know, and I know that we value things that we work for more than the things we don't. You know this, don't pretend. Now you have to determine what you want and work for it. So day one, you don't have to be a split training queen or guru. You just need to have a day one, if you get what I'm saying, and then allow that day one to become day two, day three, day four, and so on. You'll get to day 21 and hopefully would have created a habit. And before you know it, you will feel, think, and be the person you want to be. And I want to just kind of relay this caveat. It's not about being the skinniest person. It's not about looking a certain way in certain clothing. It's not about 
you know, your ability to wear form-fitted clothing. It's really about what matters to you, period. So whatever you define that as, find pictures of that, put it somewhere on your vision board, create one on your phone, use Pinterest, find pictures of what your optimum self, physical self looks like, and then work towards that. Because we're all very different, body, weight, sizes, shapes. And there's no way that I can expect that my goals are going to be the same as your goals, especially when we're different and we have different body definitions and we have different um, hereditary features. So figure out what that is for you. Be realistic. Talk to your health professional and put that up for yourself and work towards that. You can learn more about split training on my YouTube channel. I have a YouTube video that I will definitely link in the show notes. And I do capture a good bit of my health journey um, on my Disrupting Balance social media, where you hear me talking a lot about finding imbalance, harmony in the imbalance of work well-being, and the in-between. So to get more details on that, make sure you're following me on social media. I'm at Disrupting Balance on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. And I include things like not only words of words of wisdom and encouragement, but also different foods that I'm eating, different recipes. Also talk about how, you know, I'm managing some of the mental components of work. I also talk about my workout regimen and health. So join me on all those social media channels. If you have questions based on finding harmony in the imbalance of your well-being as it relates to some of your physical training, feel free to shoot me a message. You can find my contact information on any of my social media pages or on my website, um, disruptingbalance.com. Thank you so much for listening. Glad you stopped by and I'm wishing you well on your journey to find harmony in the imbalance of work, well-being, and the in-between. Thank you for listening to the Disrupting Balance podcast with Hanifa Barnes. Hey, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. And if you're not following me yet, find me at Disrupting Balance on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. And guess what? I'm on Clubhouse at Hanifa Barnes ESQ. And if you want free tools or any and all things Disrupting Balance, check out the website, www.disruptingbalance.com. Talk soon.